Yet into Gate, episode 202. We're talking Stargate Atlantis. The full Get Into Gate team is here. This is Mitch. Brendan, what's up? Hey, mate. Matty, what's doing back again after last week? We were on an absolute high two weeks ago with uh, the full team of five-seater in the room. Back to three last week. We are graced with a fourth member this week, although I was trying to compare... Who he is? Uh, when we when we look at Reese and Reese is who he, he's the teal of the show and Lincoln we joke that he's Jonas or maybe Vala but we we mentioned during that chat about the fifth man and can I can I introduce reintroduce Craig? It's been a while. It's been a minute. It really has. Hello, welcome back. Thank you. Do you remember what number? What episode? What number? Episode? Oh, I can't remember what episode number it was, yeah. but I do remember the episode. Okay. I, um, I want to say that you almost the fifth man that we talked. It was the the the, the lieutenant or guy that was oh. the alien. Like he just sort of showed up and was never to be heard from again up until this point. That's what Craig was, right? He sort of he was a one and done guest, and Tyler. then you know Lieutenant Tyler, 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 Tyler. maybe but Tyler. But now now that you're back, we're gonna have to come up with something else, right? Yeah, and I'm you, the uh, only one out of the what the four of us in here that's actually been to Egypt. So oh god, you don't have to rub oh. that in every every <laughs> single time. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Major, Cheers, lads. Major Davis. Could be Major Davis. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's maybe. probably better looking than I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go. How, with... are you, how are your teeth? Can we start calling we'll you Martouf? You we'll know, go Rothman. <laughs> we'll go Rothman. Rothman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know. I can't even remember Rothman. So maybe at this point, numbers and episode count. Oh, maybe you didn't that's... watch. The first the ones, first is one. it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would solve so many problems. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> we're back talking you. Stargate Atlantis, episode six of season two, Trinity. Uh, look, before we uh, before we get into it, let's read the old synopsis, see what we've got going on. And uh, yeah, me as the first time watching it, um, that's what we're going to tear into. The Atlantis team may have found a new source of energy for their city based on unperfected ancient technology. Hope turns to fear, though, when McKay's first attempt results in a death. Can McKay unravel the intricacies of the ancient's technology without putting himself and Shepard in mortal danger? Danger, written by Damien Kindler-Kindler, directed by Martin Wood. So is, some, um, uh, is, some un- t- is unperfected a word? Wouldn't it be imperfected? You know what? I may never have read the word <laughs> unperfected before, but you could be right. Yeah, I am I am right. hardly a uh, a bastion, a beacon of the English yeah. language. Sorry, Holly, I'm not going to Google that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Googling that. It'll end up being one of those words where you type Holly's it in. a journalist too, so yeah. she's going to be oh, yeah, screaming she, at you. She probably oh, know straight away. Get off your high horse though with that, Holly. I know plenty of journalists, She's from mate. Tasmania. And the hey. amount of them that use the your and your incorrectly. So she's got well, two heads though to yeah. be able to think about it. That's true. Quickly, <laughs> quick thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I went to the doctors the other day to get a... Um, whooping cough vaccination oh. and the, you know, I was telling the doctor about some other stuff and he, he was just googling shit in front of me oh don't do that he was googling shit in front of me and then trying to like palm it off like he knew it all along and I was like what the actual fuck well you say that my GP who is a long time family friend like he'll be going to tell us about something you know whether it's either a type of rash or some kind of cough or whatever and he will google image a picture to show us and you see this is what it's like and I'm like isn't it some, some kind of like in-house encyclopedia that you guys, well, yeah, you know? no, he, he had a pretty, he had a little, a little laminated sheet of like the human nervous system and all that kind so of. So you thing. trust that? Like, you trust the laminated trust sheets? That, but he just like put it. He literally just like googled my symptoms. Yeah. I went, yeah, could... yeah, that's what you. I'm like, I've already done that. I told you what I think it is. Mm. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Unperfected you know, way of doing things. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I mean, talking about sick at the start, um, Zelenka. Uh, if he was okay enough, if he was over his stomach flu, he was going to be able to join the what expedition or going back to check out the technology. Mm. And it actually started me thinking about the fact that 
before the uh, Daedalus, that's that's the ship, right, that goes yeah. back and forth, before they showed up, could they have almost, like, in, in some ways, like, eradicated most sicknesses going around? Like, you know, they really could have ISO'd a bunch of people across the city, like, gotten rid of, you know, then if you're not just sharing different sicknesses and, and viruses between the team, like, surely before they even went through the gate to, like, an ancient thing, they would have had everyone, you know, tuck away in a room for a week or two, stay healthy, do checks and stuff, right? Sure. So they, they wouldn't be taking through some kind of Earth-based virus that was going to potentially render... I don't know. I don't, I just it would not follow those quarantine rules. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. We've Based on past experiences, that. absolutely yeah. not. I don't know. I just, the idea of him having looks like a stomach bug, and I'm like, oh, I wonder mm. how does that, is it, but then again, is it someone just from the Daedalus, like bringing on? And I the, mean, the Daedalus oh. is just like intergalactic yeah, um, cruise ships. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, it just full be, of syphilis. Yeah. Space gastro. It's not what you do. And, I mean, and it's, syphilis. It's, it's, full, it's you know. full of semen, yeah. but then yeah. it's also full of. Yeah, no, you're right. drip. They. They've got the room. Like, I mean, they could all just spread out on Atlantis and just all have their entire wing of the place. Yeah. Um, yeah, to quarantine. Yeah, they've got transporters. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It just had me thinking. Just And off the back of, yeah, you just talking about going to the doctor. just had me thinking about the idea of, of that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, like, as, as a first timer, this was really cool. Obviously, they're, they're always... You know, looking for ancient technology. That's the beauty about going to the Pegasus Galaxy as a viewer. We're going to see something different than what we've been seeing on Earth. Obviously, on Earth and within the Milky Way, we're exploring uh, a, a bit of ancient technology as well. Now that the Ori, uh, ex- except for last week, a bigger part of the story that, you know, ancients are going to be coming up more often than they had, maybe, because of mm. them being the antithesis of, of our now bad guys. But, um, the idea that you know we're exploring technology and we get this thing and then what do they say this will make the ZPM ZPM become essentially like a double A battery like it is yeah. so much bigger and so much better and them even explaining I don't know I, I felt like I was watching for the first time them explain what a ZZPM actually is and where it draws the energy from yeah and I'm like this is some real like it felt in a way like the most sci-fi type episode we've had of any Stargate for a long time like talking about drawing energy from you know negative space and, and antimatter and all that sort of stuff and, and to power the weapon or what would be required to do something like that to, to better a ZZPM so I was like I was really into that. I'm not smart enough to understand it, yeah, but I, I thought it I think it's hard cool. for all us little pinheads to figure, because it's like we're still trying to wrap our head around like the power generation of like what a ZZPM can do. Yeah. To then be like, oh, okay, well, this is a AA battery compared to it. It's like, I can't even, I can't even process that. Yeah. Mm. Just in turn. It's like, it's like, uh, what's that saying? It's like, like humans can barely process the difference between like a million and a billion. Yeah. No, I'm they there. Say, like, I'm with that. What's that? It's, uh, it's like a million seconds is nine days but a billion seconds is like 31, 31 years, years or, or something. something like that yeah yeah um, i think yeah, i had I'll... to learn that to properly get whenever i yeah. think about it, i always think about it in money terms a million dollars mm. is foreign to me so the idea of a million and a billion i'm like yeah yeah a billion yeah. and two billion basically the same amount yeah. it's like an extra hundred bucks <laughs> in my mind it's an yeah. extra hundred dollars yeah. like i will yeah. never be able to pro- properly fathom see that money it will never be tangible yeah. in front oh, of you me you can get another house cool yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's like it's just like, like holding two pineapples oh, can pay it's for like... netflix for a year sick <laughs> you can get the premium netflix you can get like oh, that yeah. next yeah. don't have to worry about ultra this hd yeah. Yeah. yeah and that next password one. sharing please don't have to worry about that anymore i'll get everyone their own account everyone you. you have one you have one oprah's there yep that's uh, basically what the ancients were all about. So look, okay, yeah, Netflix yeah. is cracking down. We need a way to figure you have this a out. ZPM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From what I, the only way I can understand it is that the multiverse is 
like Daniel says, there's some that are exactly like ours, some that are completely opposite. So mm. negative energy, meaning one of the universes has zero matter, so they can suck the zero point energy from that universe and use it as a battery. Yeah, because was that, like that. was that yeah. weird line about oh, we we can't suck it out of our own universe because we have to exist here. Yeah, like, there was that yeah. weird line there or something like that. Like there's bugs here and stuff. Meanwhile, there's another universe where everyone's dying because we're yeah, using yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, how do we you... don't know them. <laughs> I feel, I feel, yeah, like trying to how do you how do you target a universe that has nothing yeah. in it that you can safely put? Like that feels like a whole separate project just to have like sensors or scanners that can mm. find a universe that is safe to pull negative energy from. Yeah, like yeah, no, fuck all that. No mm. thanks. What I thought was weird though is McKay had that line very early on about how oh, this is the latest ancient technology, you know, relatively speaking, because it's still 10,000 years old. But they d- you didn't need to see, seem to need the ATA gene to activate anything. Like, nothing kind of activated until McKay was sort of doing his own little sort of thing in the side. Like, nothing John did could actually activate anything. So That's true. does that mean at some point the ancients abandoned the, the ATA gene technology? Or maybe you're just looking way too deep into it, mate. <laughs> true. <laughs> True. I even just like the idea that it was a, it was a science-based episode. Like this, is the first episode in a while we've had no bad guys, right? Like we didn't, we didn't have someone out there. Like mm. it was, it was our own reach that was the bad guy, right? It was our own um, desires and and McKay's McKay's ego, ego yeah. 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 It was like a Red Sky two point like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even just to get, I mean, we're skipping ahead, but to get to that moment at the end where he's still pushing the, fa- I can do this. How dare you try and stop me? And and Shepard, you know, grabbing him and, and speaking to him in a way that he hadn't. And, and he's like, oh, okay, you know, by the way, it's actually already too late. Like, I think we're going to die anyway. Like, yeah. he, he was so far <laughs> past the line, but still he seemed like he was 10 steps back yeah. from it saying, "This, I've still got room to breathe. But when he actually went, okay, ego aside, we're dead and I may have killed the galaxy. Uh, or, or whatever, the, you know, mm. the, the, the grand threat was. Like, they were going to suck so much energy out, it was just going to destroy, like, all life yeah. everywhere. And ended up just taking out half a solar system instead. Yeah. And I love that you've really got to listen to hear it but when taylor and ronan come back in at the end and weir and rodney are like yes. yelling from her office and she's like you took out half a solar system rodney and he's like four sixth or whatever it was yeah. like, five six, five, like, six yeah. yeah but who's counting yeah who's counting? It's, it's hard to tell. <laughs> i'm like yes excellent i want actually i want to see that scene I yeah want that, i want yeah. that scene in its entirety yeah because I, I, they they say that carter blew up a son and in theory mckay did as well mm. but from what I could see when Carter blew up that sun, it supernova the fuck out of that solar system. Yeah. Right. So for me, she just... She, she only destroyed... Gets, she only gets credit for the sun. Credits yeah. for the sun, but not the solar system. Yeah. Well, I guess she she meant to destroy yeah, the sun. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's, there's a difference. She went in, that's what she wanted to do. There was some do. conscious competence happening yeah. there. <laughs> that's true. Nikkei's just yeah. like, we'll have a really cool gun and a really cool battery. Yeah. Um, I did love that line, like, cause obviously it's, it's one of my favorite things is the back and forth. So like when we are and Caldwell were the ones this time sort of having their back and forward, back and forward. I loved all the snarky comments back and forward, but I kind of loved when we are sort of thought she was being really clever and she's like, you just want the weapon. And Caldwell's like, duh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Hello, military. military. Yeah. 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 Do you Look see, at the patches. Do you, do you see where it actually says Colonel on my uniform? <laughs> big, like, big weapons are our thing. He's like, yes. <laughs> big honk at space guns is what we've been talking about for 10 years. He's like, I've made no qualms about that. Yes, I do. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, all right, fair enough. 
Yeah, bloody weird. Shut up. <laughs> and then I guess the, we do get two stories in there with mm. uh, with Ronan because like he was he just tagged along, right? Like it was not like he was going there for any particular reason. He's just going there yeah. with Taylor because she's there being some kind of you know negotiator to get yeah you know, some basic trading gear going on with these yeah, people like and then some seeds. Yeah, and then it t- he he knows the guy. Hears of someone who obviously has been telling lies that that he's a part of Ronan's race. Then he figures out, no, you are real and you're an old mate of mine. And then, by the way, we've got uh, my own dipshit colonel uh, in another room. And, oh, yeah, can't wait. Oh, my God, I love that guy. I can't wait to see him. Bang. F-ing see you later, mate. Um, that's... <laughs> uh, <was> like, dude. <laughs> what do you, every room he walked into, he made things worse. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Seriously, this one's going to be good, though. Let me just go. To- oh, no, you actually killed someone now. Yeah. Like, I like it how she goes, don't tell anyone there because they wouldn't they approve wouldn't that. Said, yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to let this die yes. here. I have, happy. <laughs> I have so many problems with this B story. Mm. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. One, it's like just because they're in space, suddenly in that pub they're in, they have those like mid-2000s stainless steel mugs with like the foam bottom on them that they're drinking of that bugged me but <laughs> there's that it's a really really tender moment and jason Momoa sells it really really well but he has that line where he's like oh for years i thought i was the only survivor yet mm. three episodes ago when we first meet him at the end of the episode we go to satita and that's when he finds out that his planet's dead and he's really sad then but now he's saying for years he thought he was mm. the only one and i'm like that doesn't add up yeah. That doesn't add up. But I think I did read somewhere that they wrote this before Momoa was even cast, so they right. hadn't actually fully fledged out mm. the the Ronin character. So I'm hoping that's what the problem was there, because I was just like, there was just... So... Mm. And then... He probably wasn't sure. He's probably the whole time thinking, are they alive, are they not? And then... Maybe. The other thing issue I had is the whole Ronin-Taylor storyline takes part over like a day. Like, two days. Because, like, at the end, when Ronan asks Taylor to set up the meeting so that he can meet his old mentor, Mm. he says, oh, after yesterday, I don't think that guy's going to like me. But in between all that is those giant montages of all the people back at Atlantis, you know, getting the machine working. and, and So, basically, Rodney blew up that solar system in a day and a half. He works fast. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like there was that there He's was good. that there was that massive montage where they're all fighting and eating donuts and doing all that stuff on the whiteboard. That would have taken place over an afternoon. Mm. Yeah. Like whereas it was made to play out like it was, you know, days and days and stuff like that. Unless we're where Ronan and Taylor were, the day was 46 <laughs> hours long. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. They were actually Can gone drink. For- He's yeah. a monster afternoon session. Yeah, Must that, have been Sunday. That, um, <laughs> that settlement was actually on like the northern pole of, their, yeah. of, of that planet. Yeah. So days just last for weeks it's over been, there. The, that planet spins in the opposite direction. So it takes 200 hours for a day. <laughs> That's not bad. I'll yeah. buy that. Yeah. that. That helps me. That helps me buy back that plot. <laughs> I'm always confused with the note that I've made here because I've like not written it in, uh, in in correct English as we were referring to at the start of the episode. But I'm like, uh, it 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 had a nice feeling. So it wasn't like, hey, we're gonna lay a seed here, and oh, you're gonna find out the real answer next week. It was just like, hey, here's another bit of Ronan backstory. And you know, I'm again, this is I've I've known Jason Momoa has been part of this show forever, but I never watched Atlantis, so it's nice to sort of I don't know, just be peppered through with some stuff and to see the idea that it's like, hey, he's been 
whether it's been years or weeks since he thought that everyone on his planet had died, the idea that he meets up with someone he knew very well and was still happy to blow them away. <laughs> like, it's not like he's like, if there was heaps of us, I would kill you. But because you're one of maybe three that I know... Mm. Mm. I okay, love the, I'll I'll allow love the it. story was he was a dick. Yeah. And Taylor's <laughs> like, all right then. And just the confidence <laughs> of blowing him away. It's been years since he saw him and then turning around to everyone that was there, essentially guarding that mentor and saying, Oi, you know what he was like though, eh? <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, he was a bit of a cockhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they <laughs> just leave. <laughs> if they hadn't believed that, his next tip would have been, Well, if there's three hundred of us left. With me, it makes it 301. So if I take this guy out, yeah. we're still just back to 300. So yeah. it all yeah. evens nice, out. Nice, clean yeah. number. Simple math. So, like, there was no nothing fishy going on between the guy that he met and drank with and then the the idea he's like, hey, there's like hundreds of us. There's 300. Like, that's a, that's a thing at this, at least that I'm supposed to believe at this point. Mm. True or not, eventually, that it it wasn't like that was part of some deception against Ronan by his old drinking buddy. Like, that was that's a thing, right? There's like 300 of his people... Somewhere, yeah, out yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So, though, did he say there was a settlement? But I assume they've kind of separated by now because we don't, I mean, spoiler alert, we don't really meet a lot of other Satidans. Mm. Um, so yeah, we definitely don't sort of go to like a settlement where there's you know 250 Satidans, you know, hanging out together. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess okay. they would all probably. A lot of them probably be military too, so mm. they're not they're not going to start a farming settlement or anything like that. They're just going to be <laughs> maybe they have to. Go and, I mean, based based on Ronan's drinking buddy in Ronan, we can assume they just go and hang out in pubs yeah. and drink. <laughs> Has someone else and do the tell, work? And tell war stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the yeah. occasional mercenary job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but Whole... no, I think I think his drinking buddy was sort of on the up and up. Yeah, he just happened to mention that yeah that Ronan's um old ta- was it taskmaster or whatever was mm. um was still alive. And then, yeah, Ronan had to use Taylor's contact <coughs> to set up the, the meeting with him to mm. kill him. Yeah. Because halfway through that conversation, I thought Ronan would be all like, I think I'm going to stay. Mm. But he at no point did he think, I'm going to stay. Mm. I'm like, yeah. I've got a sweet bed in Atlantis, yep. free food. Cool tech. I guess yeah. that's... I yeah. mean, he's he got to put care. up with McKay, but I guess other than that, yeah. he's... Like while he was being hunted, despite that, the idea that like he's been mm. roaming, he's a runner for the last what seven, eight years, mm. and then at the start of the episode, he's like, "I just need to get out of here. I'm like a claustrophobic. Yeah. Okay, there's these metal walls. They don't make me feel comfortable. I'm surrounded by water. I need to get out and walk somewhere. And then touch grass. Yeah, the idea that he can then mm. go and see some old mates, like you know, if it wasn't them laying some seed work at the beginning of this season as a character, maybe in a real life situation, we get this guy for three episodes. Hey, we freed you. We got the thing out of you. Yeah. Uh, you can join the team. Oh, you met some old people. Okay. Well, see you later. Same as like Teal, as we've been talking about the, the idea of why is he still part of SG one? It doesn't make sense for him. Now that the Jafar are free, he should probably be with them and not just mm. still be part of the show. Cause Christopher judge, the actor signed another contract for another season or two. So yeah, um, but that's all it is. And there's nothing strong enough. Yeah. Maybe, then. maybe Satidans are just like really, really heavy drinkers. Mm. And Ronan after that one drinking session was like, I've been a run of seven years. My liver can't handle this. anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I'm going to go hang out with the nerds on Atlantis and eat grapes. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah, like catching up with an old an old mate that like still living that single life, and you're like, nah, man, I'm at, I'm at home with yeah. five kids and you know working two <laughs> jobs. Like I can't drink like I used to. I love hanging out with you, but it's dangerous. Yeah, just just once a year's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, like Ronan and uh, Shepard probably do hit the piss pretty hard. 
I would hope so. I would hope so too. <laughs> it's probably lame. That's probably like really horrible, like Athosian mead or something like that. Like that would be yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they, they've probably. got the Deadless coming in now, so surely they get some yeah. premium scotch yeah, from back maybe, home. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Glenfiddich. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. They, they, they keep lemons around to keep Rodney away. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got citrus scent in his room. <laughs> yeah. So Rodney stays up. He's got one of those spray yeah. things yeah. that just yeah. <laughs> as soon as he walks. Yeah. What is that? Lemon? <laughs> Could help me? <laughs> so if they're not running some experiments, remember that the other year they, we sent something up to the International Space Station. It was basically, was it, was it to distill spirits or was it to like brew an ale or something? But it was like, how does this hap- happen? How does this work? In space, it's like, of course, we're testing that. Like, there's so much we don't know about the effects on the human body. What we, whether we can grow crops, and you know, if we just if we brought up soil and blah blah, just in dead space sort of thing. It's like we need to find out how quickly we can drink up there. Yeah, (laughs) you piss out thirty percent of your calcium on the first day, and we still don't know why. Yeah, right. But let's brew some shit. Holy shit, I didn't know that. There are some weird ass experiments going on in space, though. Like, I saw a video the other day, and at this point, there. I mean, the technology doesn't exist anymore, but they're like, they're ejecting floppy disks from computers in space. Yeah. And they just eject straight out and just fly across the room. <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, that's cool. Why do we need to know that? Why are we spending millions of dollars on these experiments? <laughs> like, we don't, we don't use it's floppy just, disks anymore. It's Pong. Yeah. That's what it is. Space Pong. Three-dimensional Pong. <laughs> well, yeah. Didn't we figure out a long time ago that objects in motion stay in motion? Mm. Like, yeah. I'm sure... I was, I Why are we wasting meant, millions of dollars on this? Yeah. I thought you meant they were just sh- like ejecting them into space. Just <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Okay, yeah, that I'm down for. That I'm down for. Just a floppy disk. Yeah, just just for six in, like, meg. Yeah, just a um, uh, aliens just across the universe, yeah. just finding this floppy disk, deciphering it, and it's just like pictures of of Sarah Michelle Gellar's head on someone else's <laughs> body, circa circa 1997. Yeah. I, I definitely did not have one of those floppy no. disks when I was in high school. Absolutely Me neither. Not. It definitely wasn't floppy, was it? <laughs> <laughs> what did you have written on the disk to get everyone's nose off the scent, right? You know, it was oh, like, that I don't remember. Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, actually. People just... That's How mad. Probably like Commander Keen <laughs> or... How dare you. Oh, How dare Command you. and Conquer uh, or some one of those old games. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Commander, yeah, Commander Keen was good. That was the one where he was on like the pogo stick. Yeah. yeah. Going back to the uh, the the well, I was gonna say the weapon, but it was I mean it was an energy device, but they had a weapon. Mm. It was to, obviously to power a weapon and stuff. But I, it kind um, of seemed like a like a secondary thing. There was mm. like oh yeah, the weapons just as a to release some of the energy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I. Interesting. Yeah, mm. that's what I actually really liked. That it. What was it built in as a safety sort of measure that. Mm. It was like they'd already reached past the level that they'd reached at the start of the episode, I guess, or near whatever. And the energy, um, sorry, the weapon just started firing just to release some of it to sort of buy them some extra time. But that thing was going ape shit and yeah. just like what firing at all the debris in orbit or something. Like it was just, it, it was randomly just, yeah, but it was like a fire hose. Going, yeah. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> but then as soon as they flew away, and I'm like, is this going to be one of those stupid things in, in movies or TV shows where. Like, let's just call it in, in sci-fi, in space, um, uh, fairing uh, stories, and they fly up, you know, in Star Wars. And they're yeah. like, we've got to leave this planet. And they and they go, oh, the Empire's right above us. So they try to fly through them and fly past them. And I'm like, mm. why don't you just leg it across the planet and disappear on the other side yeah. of it, you idiots? Uh, and they kind of did do that in this episode. They didn't go straight up. They go, we've got to get away from this thing because as soon as we leave, it's going to target us. So they did actually yeah. try to fly parallel to the ground away from the weapon as opposed to trying to go up 
and yeah. um, and just sort of dodge the bullets while they're up there. And it still targeted them. It was still threatening them. So I actually liked that they did something different, yeah. did something I've been screaming for, but it still didn't work, and the result was the same. Yeah, so, and the only problem with that is the puddle jumper has a cloak. Hmm. So yeah. the only thing I can think of is maybe because it's an ancient device, maybe it has ancient sensors and it can see through a cloak anyway. Yeah, and shouldn't maybe they know which, that it's an ancient Which then you would think that, yeah. right? That's what I kept waiting <laughs> well, for. Well, like, yeah, very true. Yeah. For one of them to go, no, we'll be okay because of that reason. But then they What didn't. was annoying to me is that the, the Stargate is directly above the gun. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. something's in orbit, it usually falls much faster than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it should it shouldn't be directly above the gun the entire time. Mm. They should have go. All right, let's just wait a second. All right, now it's on the other side of the planet. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. You're not waiting that long. So what's the International Space Station? Right, that goes around in like ninety minutes. Is that the, mm. yeah? yeah. Oh, oh, really? Like flying. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, apparently this the um the the lab and like the gun that was was originally supposed to be like the satellite from the end of season one, that satellite yeah. that was sort of out on the outer reaches of, of Atlantis, but they'd already scrapped that set. So oh, they, right. they were like, well, rather than rebuild it, we'll just kind of use just one of the generic Atlantis kind of sets that we've got and just sort of pump it up that way. Yeah. Chuck a bit of but, dust on it. Yeah. Throw a bit of dust on it. I mean, those Different guys, did, they could have at least thrown those bloody like silky sheets over it. Like, <laughs> Again, um, yeah. like we did, but no. Nah. <laughs> Like we, <laughs> we know why she had the well, sheets Well, yeah, down. maybe maybe hers were more drop sheets yeah. than dust sheets. <laughs> I thought this was really nice character development for McKay, especially because his ego is bigger than the solar system. <laughs> so it was nice for him to kind of get one back and Shepard be like, nah, mate, it's not okay to be... That we know you're smart. You don't have to yell at everybody, mm. telling them you're the smartest in the room. Yeah, and he's like, because I'm like, well, Shepard was in Mensa, or he got he applied. Yeah, yeah. he made it, so he's not stupid. Yeah, he's like, yeah it's like that. It's like that line Forget from it, um, that line of Game of Thrones or House of Dragon. Where it's like if you have to keep telling everyone you're the king, you're not really the king. Mm. Yeah. So it's like when Roddy has to tell everyone he's the smartest in the room. Yeah. He's not really being the smartest one in the room yeah. at that moment. Zelenka, um, I'm smarter than you. Yeah, like, bro. Just on. those moments, right? Yeah. Zelenka, like at, at the start, Zelenka's with him, and he's you know they different ideas about how they're going to do the same thing. But then it got to the end, he's like, "Mate, I've just run some numbers, and no, we no, don't do it." He's like, yeah. "Yeah, I also ran numbers, and because we both did the same thing, I get a different answer, which means I'm right." Yeah, yeah. like mm, I always I can't quite. Yeah, <laughs> takes me back to remember that moment from grade twelve. This is a school thing, Uh-oh. but like we Uh-oh. made it, we made a grade twelve <laughs> we video. Go. We, and need, we a, need a sting. I know, but like it's burning my memory because I one. edited, I edited a, a video, and yeah. so I, I just I've seen it so many times. And we go up at the end of like you know the, the statewide test that you do in uh, where we live, and uh, we went up to one of the smartest guys uh, in the in the grade that we were mates with, and we said, "Oh, how did you go?" And there was one like really big problem or whatever and we asked him we said hey how, what'd you, how'd you go with that one he goes yeah well I spoke to Greg one of the other really smart guys he goes and he got the same answer so we're right I was like <laughs> oh I'm sorry mate like you're, you're probably right with that but also fuck you yeah. <laughs> and I I was not I'm not necessarily a great editor now but I would have been worse back then and that's how I ended that particular scene in the video so I'm like, yeah I, I had to talk to Greg and we got the same thing so we're right cut to black because that's the last thing you remember from that entire scene I'm like go f*** yourself mate I, I and also I'm, I'll probably work for you one day so <laughs> I think I figured out what the sting needs to be it Was you guys went to Carmel wasn't it was it Carmel oh yes just get that old school, that 90s ad. They call me Caramello. <laughs> That's what I want now. Every time you yeah. guys tell a okay. high school story. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'll get that. Yeah. What year did you guys finish um, high school? 
Oh, yeah, 20 years this year. Two years behind us. Yeah, yeah, we're the old farts in the room. Welcome to my life. I'm always the oldest one in the room. It's ridiculous. Um, It's how young you feel. Yeah, I mean, I'm the one that's got a designated toy room at home Mm. and doesn't have kids. Mm. So that's. Mm. I think your toy room's a bit different to our toy room. (laughs) No, I've got one of those two. He's got a swing in here. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I do always forget this episode, like, when I start watching it, because to me, it kind of. Like not to spoil anything for Mitch, but there's a oh lot. Boy. Of, there's a lot of episodes <laughs> where it's just like the McKay science episode. Yeah. Like it's with him just doing something that no one else understands. Yeah. So this is kind of just like McKay science project number seven to yeah. me. Like this could be just... now, or it could be at the end of season four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because there's a whole bunch of them. They all just kind of roll in together. And there are all... some good ones coming up. Though. Oh, they're they're, they're good, mm. but I just I can never remember which ones which going into it. Like, mm. uh, and there's a there's a. Um, there's an episode in, I want to say like season four with like McKay and two other people trying to get out of a trap. And mm. for some reason in my head, I think, oh, that's Trinity because Trinity being a yeah. three and, and there's the three people and the, the number three is a big thing of how they solve getting out of the plot and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just one of these, one of those many, many McKay science See, episodes. I thought this one was the one where something else happened in that tunnel. The yeah, leather jacket. Yeah, the leather jacket. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I was like, I, oh yeah, no, it's not that one. I couldn't tell you the name of that episode. Like, it's that's McKay Project. I think it's like, no, I, I know Mrs. Uh, McKay and Mrs. Miller. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you could tell me that's like the Tower of Rodney, and I'd be like, okay, sure. Like, they're just yeah. it's just McKay Science MacGuffin number seven or number <laughs> yeah. nine or number twelve. Like, they all just sort of yeah. uh, blend together. The only one for me that stands out is Grace Under Pressure. That's the McKay episode for me that really stands out. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that later this season. A bit of a wet Carter in that one. Spoiler alert. Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> God, yeah. Um, I think <laughs> the, um, the one... Five years too late, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the one, like, saving grace with this... Not that it's a bad episode, but I just find the one thing that redeems anything possibly bad you can say about this episode is that shot right at the end where the Daedalus comes in and starts taking the fire mm, from yeah, the puddle jumper yeah, and just awesome. comes in. That's one of the greatest things ever in, in Atlantis. Yeah. It's so f***ing good. Now, was it just... Did they just sort of go past and it was there? Did, or did we, yeah, that, that yeah. was Caldwell. Cause we didn't see it like arrive, you know, just sort of come into nothingness, right? Like, come no. Out right, that's what I thought. came into the and shot. I'm watching, you know, the, the puddle jumper sort of trying to dodge debris while also trying to dodge the energy blast from behind. And then it just looked like a giant floating bit of debris. And I'm like, mm. holy shit, that looks like... Holy shit, that's the death! <laughs> like, I'm just and like, just that's that, a really weird-shaped piece of broken. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, we'll take all the fire, get out of here. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's yeah. one of those cool. epic shots that should be in, like, the trailer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> should be in the fucking opening credits every episode. Like, it's so good. And it's like, just Cole being like, lucky I popped by because I'm a fucking gun fanatic. And yeah. I wanted to see what yeah. was going like, on. Oh, glad we're up here just keeping a surveillance on you yeah. guys from up here. And I'm like, what could you possibly possibly see yeah. like what could you possibly have done what effect if they nailed what they were doing how were you going to be able to tell other than getting like a communication which you could have done from anywhere yeah including atlantis couldn't he have kind of called in theory could have gone hey we're on the other side of the planet come aboard mm. and i'll take you safely back to atlantis instead of just darting aimless trying to dodge <laughs> all those bullets just to get to the stargate yeah. and then he's like oh there you go guys and at what point did he get there? If the weapon yeah, was just sort of firing off randomly as it was at the start, just spinning around like you guys said, like a hose. But when the puddle jumper took off, it was very pers- like 
particular firing. Like it was, mm. it was at them as a target. So you would think if the Daedalus showed up, yeah. that thing would be going apeshit trying way, to shoot way them. Way bigger target. Yeah. Yeah. Alien as far as the, the weapon is concerned. Yeah. Mm. Could they have just like beamed that weapon up and just put it somewhere else, like so it like severed it well, from the I mean, power they connection? They just beamed an entire building the other day. Yeah, so. yeah. true. <laughs> Maybe true. they haven't told With them the about Prometheus. That. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, did you know what we can do? <laughs> we just took a skyscraper out, right? You only yeah. need a minute and twenty seconds to do it. Yeah, well, maybe that information hasn't got to. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coldwell's like, we can do that. <laughs> really? <laughs> hasn't read that report. He's yeah. like. Wheel. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I'm going to beam up half of Atlantis and attach it to my fucking ship. <laughs> he I'm really sorry, should Doctor. beam out Dr. Weir one day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Come on now. No, Malfunction. Dropped How in the middle dare. of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Look, let's, let's, let's... Just in the middle of the night, just beam her into the ocean. <laughs> let's come on out. <laughs> Swim, bitch. <laughs> come back, come back. Let's let's direct some hate to where it really deserves to go to one Robert C. Cooper. We can we can okay. we can agree on that one. All right. I've got a little bit of audio here for you from the um from the audio commentary. Oh boy. Just everybody hates Robert C. Cooper. He's just a fucking wet blanket. <laughs> and you know what? The two people standing in behind him, that's Robert Vogel from Germany. He's the, he's a reporter from Germany that uh, that came to do something and we said you know what, let's put him in here because he became an instant celebrity after he did one of these before where he was eating a hot dog behind May, uh, Mayborn. So. Well, there's a joke about Dr. Vogel and pastry. Oh, yeah, that's in right. In this episode. That's right. And, and every time we watched the mix, Rob would pause it and turn to Brad and go, who's Dr. Vogel? <laughs> that's and, Dr. Vogel in behind. And we and me, everyone else in the room, Martin and Paul and Joe and Brad, we go, it's Dr. Vogel, it doesn't matter, it's some guy. <laughs> and Rob would say, it bothers me. I feel like I should know who Dr. Vogel is. I'm like, well, now you know. Now you know. He's like, no, I don't know. Just Robert C. Cooper sweating the really important things. I need to know who Vogel is. I can't picture it in my mind. There's, there's fucking 400 people working on that base, and Robert's like, no, no, I need to know who this guy is before you can make a joke about him. I guess you've got an audio commentary to fill, but <laughs> shut the f up. Do you guys think there's some sort of Robert C. Cooper groupie out there that like takes a note every time and sends it to him? Oh, like, there's you guys God, I so, There would be so. someone there that goes <laughs> to every so convention good. because he's there and gets the same photo with him every <laughs> single time, pays him his money. You know there's someone out there. You know those like, get into gate I mean, Australian guys? They really hate <laughs> you. <laughs> Here I am thinking that like one day we're going to get him on the show yeah. and go, bro, oi, obviously we've been joking. Like, let's talk some yeah. Stargate. But you're right. I hadn't considered the fact that there'd be someone out there going, you need to blacklist this, this <laughs> podcast if they ever ask you to be I on it. I think you're being really generous thinking that Robert Zucker would get invited to conventions to do photo ops. Yeah, I, I'm assuming I he agree. invites himself. <laughs> and then... And then just shows up and says, I lost my lanyard. Yeah. Shows up with his own photographer as well. And just like stands next to the yeah. photography booth and just like sells his own tickets yeah. direct. He has to have a name tag on yeah. so everyone knows yeah. who he is. Stargate. Yeah. This is Robert C. Cooper of Stargate fame. Yeah. He's always like on his... We're making him more famous. Yeah. Robert C. Cooper. I invented the replicator. Shut him up. Uh, I think this is the part where I start to enjoy Stargate Atlantis more than SG-1 at this point because I feel like the SG-1 storylines are just recycled and mm. obviously they got bigger budget for Atlantis and I think it's better writing in general. Mm. And I, I just like this episode because of what what we get in terms of McKay. Just his, mm. his ego, it's an ego death that he needed, that yeah. his character yeah. needed. And Although there was that one bit right at the end where like um, Shepard's giving him that big speech and 
much like at the start of the episode, he's not actually listening, and he's already he's already decided that we have to go, and he's because he's like we have to go, and he's like, not that your speech wasn't working, yeah. And I'm just like, come on, man, <laughs> take just take the L. Yeah, he had a Cooper L. moment. He just added it when yeah. it didn't yeah, need to be added, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but they did. I think they did well with that because it's like, all right, he's still going to be an arrogant prick, but mm. at least he won't go back to that level yeah. yeah where he's like shut up Zelenka I'm smarter than you <laughs> yeah until he does yeah yeah but <laughs> like, like, have well, you even watched this series yeah, at, least, <laughs> at least he doesn't tell Shep I think it's more about him and Shepard yeah yeah I like that moment at the end where he sort of goes to Shepard's quarters and Shepard's kind of really cold at him and just like, yeah. like dude I fucking went out on a limb for you yeah. and you just fucking shat in my face so yeah. just give me a couple of days like, yeah. I still love you I mate like that. but give me a couple of days because I really want to look bit, at you but right I'm now. sure you can do it yeah just yeah, even the like yeah the sh- yeah the showing up. I, I, that's what I thought too. Mm. Like it was done, it's over. It's and he like knocks on the door. It's like it was almost a booty call. <laughs> yeah, there was a scientist during the Doctor Manhattan Project. You know the, the Manhattan Project, Doctor Manhattan. I'm going to Watchmen. What Manhattan? <laughs> the Manhattan Project. And I was Open like, oh mate, up. you've got you've got like a you've got like a blacklist James Spader speech coming up, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Tell this massive story and come back to going. Please trust me, I'm I, I, I'm smart in that. So let me. Oh, yeah. I really need an episode in the future where. He gets a stomach flu, and Zelenka has to fill in on a on an off world, and he oh, discovers some ooh, like monster so piece of technology. They really should have given Zelenka a little bit more cheese. Yeah, yeah. In that regard, something else to chew on. Yeah, because he's Z- just B side. Yeah. Imagine if Zelenka got a Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great too. So some, something innocuous like yeah. that. Sh- McKay's like, oh, I don't even want to waste my time with that. <laughs> yeah, and just. F- he nails it. He's just wears a medal around his <laughs> all the time. <laughs> he goes. Him off. He goes back there, and then he comes back with the prize. And he's like, "How did you end up with it?" He goes, "I told him you were killed in action." Like, <laughs> I took all credit because they get like a million dollars as well when they win it as well. So wow. yes, wow. Zelenka is just like living up the life. <laughs> is that Fuck. US? Is that a million US? Or is now that... I'm gonna have to look Trump, that up. Trump yeah. got got the or Nobel Peace pounds? Prize. I don't need the money. Didn't he? Or he, he got did? nominated. He got nominated. Yeah, nominated. By, did he nominate yeah. himself? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Nobody it's knows peace better than me. <laughs> I Dr. Rocket Man. We have some peace ideas. I did notice something interesting. Uh, well, not interesting, but I noticed it, so we'll talk about it anyway while Craig's Googling. You're welcome, Holly. Um, uh, Beckett. Carson Beckett. He's got like a he's got the dark uniform now. So like everyone mm. else is still rocking all the other scientists are still rocking the tan. And only McKay had gotten the dark, like, off-world uniform. But mm. now, since Beckett's uh, a main character this year, like, he got upgraded from recurring to main cast, like, because he's in the in the credits, um, he's got, like, the dark grey um, uniform that he's rocking. Mm. He's with the big boys. Yeah. So, in 2017, a Nobel Prize winner got a million dollars US. Wow. Not bad. I, I can just been, imagine. Could have been Euro. Mm. I can imagine. Well, it's like thirteen thousand um, Swedish, a uh, thirteen million Swedish crown or something. Mm. Yeah, so wow. I can imagine Zelenka just living it up. Yeah, <laughs> like especially where he's from. Like that yeah. amount of money yeah. is enough to buy his entire country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like they would have named sure. him emperor at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no Rodney's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new name of the country. Yeah. No Rodney's allowed. And Rod on the border going, but that guy over there's named Rodney. No Rodney's. <laughs> their, their, their national dish is a lemon pie. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I wonder if they're allowed to serve orange juice because of Rodney's. Oh, oh yeah, because like, well, you guys have kids. Like, you can't like 
send your kid to school with like a peanut butter sandwich and stuff, can you? Because no, if other, if not even a teller. Just in case some other yeah. you know, retarded kid eats it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. At least it wasn't me this time. Yeah. <laughs> that's natural selection though, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's like, you, you know, are not allowed to eat peanut butter sandwiches. Don't yeah, eat them. If you, if you can't yeah, handle legumes, you shouldn't be able to reproduce. <laughs> like, you know, that, that line can end there. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too much of that these days. Just give it to them early. Mm. Push yeah. through it, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, this is why society has so many problems. Isn't it? <laughs> if anyone cares, um, Trinity, the like the name of the episode. Oh yeah, came because that was like the location of one of the first nuclear tests from like oh. the Manhattan Project. So it was a real like allegorical like analogy kind yeah. of thing. I was wondering mm. before when you guys were mm. rattling off names of episodes with Dr. McKay. Um, mm science experiments and you say oh, I, I wouldn't know what this one I'm like I would if you said Trinity to me at the end of season 5 I'm not going oh because there were those three things that happened or there yeah. were three key mm. people there were three key artifacts like there's yeah I wouldn't have known if we say Trinity to you at the end of the season for the rap you're going to be like which episode was Look, that again look hey hey let's <laughs> stop <laughs> It's yeah. funny because it's You true. don't need to hurt me now. Save until the end of the season. <laughs> so you, you definitely weren't thinking about like the third Blade movie or anything? I watched that the other day. <laughs> I like that movie. Mm. I'm, I'm almost... yeah, there's one reason you probably like that movie. Well, Ryan two, Reynolds. Two <laughs> so hot. It, you, it used yeah. to be Jessica. <laughs> He'll admit it used to be Jessica Biel. <laughs> Not anymore. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds like just happy trail for no reason. He's like, yeah. oh, I've got a tattoo on my, on my happy trail for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And using yeah. the term thunder. Oh, like, I love come on. so much. It wouldn't work with any other actor speaking it. No. Or saying it to Park Parker Posey. Yes. Like no one else. Yeah, yeah you just, wouldn't do it. Perfect. Any other actor that said it would get cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, he's so funny though, isn't he? You can say that sort of thing. <laughs> All right, that's episode 202. Trinity. Definitely remember that name, won't I? Mm. Come the end of the season. Next week, we're back. Uh, episode 203, we're uh, back into the Milky Way. Babylon for SG-1, episode 8 of season 9. Do your homework, guys. Watch the episode. Come back and join us next week, and we're, we'll chat a little bit about it. Um, you free the next couple of Sundays, Craig? The Can Babylon oh, Club. Warm? I reckon I might be. Good. Good. I, right. It just means I don't have to work as hard if there's someone else in here to oh. pick up some of the... <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to push the buttons as well? No, nah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago, I accidentally put us to air during a radio show. And, oh. another, and another moment, I took the radio show off air while we were recording. So I clearly don't know what I'm doing back yeah, here. Well, the people of Brisbane want to listen and to And if my bosses it. are listening, obviously I'm joking. And don't go back and listen to 1021 on the night of the 22nd well, of December. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, how, long, how long does it stay in flashback for? Like a week, two weeks? Uh, you just got to ride that it's out. It's definitely still within the realm of yeah. now. Oh, maybe it's a now. month, isn't it? A it's month? six weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of rooted until early February. Well, just to be honest. speak to Optus and find out who did their cyber hack. And yeah. We'll just mm, yeah, get that blame them. Yeah, I was going to yeah. blame them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, de- I'm good at handballing <laughs> responsibility. Uh, you can check out that podcast. If you haven't already, episode 200, what a banger. Uh, on the podcasting channels, uh, go back through, you know what it is, Get in the Gate, a Stargate podcast and all the things. Uh, I'm Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to come and talk some gate or just check out whatever other bullshit I'm putting up. God Brandon, damn. where you at? Oh, look at me. I'm on YouTube. You can jump on our Get Into Gate YouTube oh, channel. Yes, I'm yes. on there. And uh, the socials. Very like good. The Brandon Gibson. Hell yeah. Matty? 
at Hypitch Maddie. Slip into my DMs. A few people have been doing that lately. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you start off a, not, a, not a lot of nudity, which I'm disappointed in. Mm, like but just... Early days. Just, yeah, just, you know. Yeah. We can make that happen if you really want. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Craig, you're on the socials when you're uh, over in Japan. Uh, it's Japan. Egypt's exploring the pyramids. Yeah. Yes, um, those although there's not a lot of my Egypt pictures there. on that particular social because I've got a couple of different ones. Oh, but yes, uh, at Precision Rifle Guy, yeah. you can get me on. I'm glad I remembered that that was your handle, like because obviously I saw it very early on when you were part of the episode. Because otherwise, it's just like Precision Rifle Guy liked your photo. I'm like, God, I hope he likes it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Precision Rifle Guy made a comment. I'm like, please don't be a threat. Um, so, safety first. Thank you, Craig. Absolutely. Safety off. Get into Geek.